0: what's up everybody welcome to the above bar golf show today my guest is stephen garner amateur golfer avid golfer and he's playing off a 1.1 handicap at the moment stephen how you doing buddy i'm good alex yourself very good mate thanks for joining me today
1: no right thanks for having me
0: so uh you've listened to the podcast a little bit yourself so you know that i kind of like to Go way back with everybody and kind of hear their story. So do you want to tell everybody yeah. a little bit about yourself in, in terms of golf, how you got started and your story up until now?
1: Yeah, no worries. Um, so I started golf probably a little bit later than maybe some of some of the other people I play with. So I started when I was about 13, 14. Um, and it was literally one of one of my mates that I met at school, um, said that he'd start he'd played it quite a lot since he was a kid. Did I want to go and just join him for a game with they used to play at a par three course up the road from us. Um, my granddad said I've got some old clubs that he could get hold of if I wanted to do it. And I, I did, and I loved it straight away. So, yeah. Did, yeah, started playing a golf course near us called Wavendon, and people that are from around here will know that place. It was just it just like sort of where we all started. It was at a par three course, had a pitch and putt, quite a decent driving range, uh, and then like an 18-hole course that was probably not as hard as maybe some of the other courses you'd play. And, uh, yeah, we, we all started there. Yeah. Um, turns out quite a lot of my friends at, at the time sort of played the game and had played there and kind of built it from there really they're they're quite accepting of juniors there as well which was which mm-hmm. was nice um I don't think you had to pay to be a member there you just as a junior you just have to, yeah of course um and you got it wasn't like free golf but you got sort of a reduced round for the 18 hole and you know when you're 13 14 you're not really thinking about spending the money you, you go to your parents but and they're probably happy not to have to <laughs> have to pay too much yeah and yeah from there just became obsessed like I know you've said in your podcasts that you know you, you only started what a year ago and yeah so yeah you, you can't once you start it's, <laughs> you can't yeah you can't stop it's, <laughs> literally. Uh, it is literally a bug and yeah I, I kind of progressed from now I had a few lessons um at Wabendell when I first started just like a I think we've got like a six starter set and I've pretty much self-taught myself since there. I've started having lessons now, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, from now, I kind of self-taught myself, played with, played with mates and, yeah, played, played to quite a good level.
0: Yeah, I saw on your, your Instagram page, if anybody wants to check you out, it's Garno underscore golf. Um, yeah, you talked a little bit about the the new coach. I think it was – I can't remember when you published it, but you said you had a new coach fairly recently. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, in terms of your golf journey then, when you first started – what was your sort of kind of first handicap that you were recording? I think the
1: first handicap I ever had was 12. Okay. Um, wow. Yeah, so I didn't... So I, I sort of dotted around a few courses. So we started at random uh, well, I mean, and we went to another course near us uh, where uh, it, it said it was an old... Back in the day was different than how it is now and it, it wasn't mm-hmm. very welcoming to juniors. You you didn't get the competition. You didn't get... You know, there wasn't a... Like a, a junior section if you will we wasn't like a captain and anything like that so you, we didn't really get a chance to sort of progress as as juniors we just kind of played for for fun with friends and then mm-hmm. I moved to Millbrook where I'm a member now um, and they had a brilliant brilliant junior section run by um, Rob Brightman who is now the general manager uh, of the club and he, he did a brilliant job looked after us we all we had competitions we got to play in some of the ones that would link to sort of bigger competitions. So the HSBC was a junior match play thing back in the day. We had to qualify for that. And if you won it, you've got tickets to, to go to watch their um, match play at Wentworth. Oh, nice. So what I won that one way back when. And, and me and the pal went and spent the day oh, there. Nice. And Obviously, when you're, when you're young, golf's, golf's a green game. You watch it on the telly. Uh, and when you go and watch professionals play, it changes your perception of what golf is and what good sure. golf is no, that yeah it <laughs> it's a different it? it's a, yeah it's a different level of golf um so yeah from there Milbrook kind of progressed me as a golfer uh, I was a member there for a long time as a junior I worked there uh, when I was 18 um I worked in the pro shop for a little while and that was when I was working with another assistant with the assistant pro at the time in the pro mm-hmm. and kind of getting a bit of a feel for what working in golf would be like and don't ask me why it's probably one of the, one of the biggest regrets I, I went just out into the working world instead and i yeah. kind of put golf to the side for a little while um i, I regret that big time because really yeah i would yeah yeah cuz i think at, at that time my handicap was was around sort of 5 or 6 um right. and i kind of thought i, I, I was never going to be a professional I, I, I don't think how often
0: how often were you practicing and playing at that point then when your well, handicap was that low
1: when well when we were younger sort of 15 16 17 school mm. holidays when we finished school when we had cars right. you know you get dropped off at the at the club by your one parent in the morning when the sun was up and we would stay up there we'd play golf in the morning a bit of lunch practice if we were terrible and if we if we didn't pay played another 18 just just wanted to keep practicing and playing and practicing and playing and we'd get picked up at like you know when it was dark, you couldn't even see you're waiting for someone to finish work, yeah. Yeah, you back then you had time, um, sure with the jobs and everything that that obviously changed, but yeah, we we were dedicating hours and hours and hours. And when, when you work at a golf club as well, when you finish work, grab a buggy and nip out for a quick nine holes,
0: you know. Yeah, I was gonna say that was about when you were working there, I think a lot of players that that have got like let's say really low handicaps or they've got good stories or successful even if it's amateur careers there's a lot of them whereby they've got like a part-time job or full-time job at a a golf club just to to kind of do what you said right finish work go straight onto the course
1: to be close to the golf club yeah because yeah I I work in I work in London so Mm -hmm. you know it's it's a a two-hour commute there and back so when I finish work if I finish work at half past five I'm not I'm not cutting home and getting out on the course so you know the, mm. the range weekends but you know when now I've got a family now so at that time sort of dwindles down and down I wouldn't change that for the world but you golf suffers a little bit at times but that, but, is, that is part, <laughs> part, and part yeah. of yeah
0: yeah it's but, an expensive sport though as well isn't it it's like you know, obviously we've all got to work and unless you're lucky and you've already got some sort of money or whatever, I mean, it's an expensive sport to, to keep up with and one that you need to be taking a lot of time out of your schedule, as you said, to be practising every day or, or every yeah. couple Absolutely. of days, man. It's, it's, uh, it's difficult.
1: Absolutely. I think when we were younger, it was more a case of, you know, you, you didn't really appreciate the cost of, of golf because, you know, your parents were, were footing the bill. But now, we, now you're older and you're paying for things. I, th- I remember back when I was younger, well, if I had a bad shot, I'd smack a club on the ground or throw yeah. it or hurl it about every <laughs> now again, like You'd snap a shaft or something like that, and, and you'd be like, I've got to get a fix. Now I'm like, whoa, I'm not throwing anything because it comes out no. of my pocket.
0: Yeah, for so, sure. <laughs> what,
1: what, what, have what,
0: what have you got in the bag at the moment? What, uh, what brand are you on?
1: Uh, so I'm a, I'm a bit of a mixed bag to be fair. I've always okay. had um, I've never really been set by one brand. So I've got Titleist Driver, Callaway Freewood, and then Zuno irons and wedges and a tailor-made putter. So literally a different brand. Massive mix. Yeah. Yeah. And that comes, from, that comes from my coach is the, um, the, the sort of head fitter over at Woburn. And um, I've got my irons done with him, uh, okay. wedges and driver done with him. And I literally, I'm that confident in him that I said to him that, you know, I'd just give me something. I put it in my hand. I won't ask what it is. I don't want yeah. to know what shaft it is. I don't care. If it works, if it gets the numbers, if it gets you know, gets my shots back, I'll, I've got a bit of a two-way miss. So yeah, I don't. You know, I can go. I can go anywhere. If, if, go you, anywhere. Can, if you can bring that disparity down, and yeah, I'll be honest with you. Just I know, I know he's teaching me now, but the clubs alone have have changed my game. I used to have because mm-hmm. um, I'm quite tall. I used to have inch longer clubs because I thought that was right, mm-hmm. and turns out they were actually too long. Um, so they're only half an inch extension now. Um, right. So I, was okay. hit, I was hitting it further out the heel because they were too long. Mm-hmm. See, that's where you think you know what you're talking about. And then you go with someone who actually knows it talking yeah. about and shows it, you're talking rubbish.
0: <laughs> no, I think it's, it's something that everybody should do. Right, Once you get to a certain level, get yourself yeah. in like a swing studio and, and get fitted out and, and all that kind of stuff. Because you, you could probably, I mean, not all the time, but somebody could see massive differences in the game, right? And the, and the distances you get and et cetera. Um, Drive so, yeah, driver not- was a
1: huge one for me um because mm. i hit the ball quite far but if if it goes wrong it goes really wrong like it costs me you know you lose balls you, you can really rip your mm. round apart
0: and watch what's, what's my, your kind of miss then is it a slide so hook, or hook what what you what were you doing so
1: i've got before my i started having my lessons i had a bit of a two-way miss so i was okay. i was aiming a bit too far left and then coming it on the inside too much, and like my hands are either fl- flipping over too much or not. So I was either pushing it or fl- flipping it, which is lovely. Um, it's lovely not knowing where the ball's going. Um, <laughs> but the driver was one where, yeah, if it was bad, if it went either way, you'd, you'd lose it big time. And yeah, you're um, not you're not talking first court. You're talking that it'll be. Yeah, yeah, you're talking talking different holes, different counties at times. It's <laughs> that bad. But my, the new driver just just it's a bit shorter which is which is one of the funny i had a tailor-made driver before and i didn't know this but when i was having the fitting tailor-made clubs are, tend to be longer i believe is what mm. um what else said in general um so i think it was paying at um 45 and three quarters um so my driver's now 45 inches which is quite a drop yeah it's quite a difference in and i didn't yeah, i didn't yeah i didn't feel when i had it in my hand i didn't feel like I always thought that would make me feel like I was slumped, like I was out of control, but I felt more comfortable over it straight away. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel that massive, that massive misses there anymore. Okay. Which is which is good for me because obviously we with, with a bit of distance. If you can keep it in the fairway, it makes, makes golf a lot easier.
0: What degree is the driver? Nine. Right. Okay. So
1: I was, I, I was, um, overspinning the ball a bit too much. I had, I had a nine degree before, mm-hmm. um, Extra stiff, but it was the wrong shaft, the wrong head shaft combo. So slightly lighter shafts, um, but it just offers me more. I, just, I gained yardage, which I said. I said in the thing, I don't really need to gain yardage. That wasn't what I wanted to do. You already hit to. it
0: big, right? You just want to get more yeah. accuracy.
1: Yeah, tighten up the dispersion because mm-hmm. it was wild at times. And then, yeah, this this made a huge difference. And and, and there was a bit of a, a bit of a gain.
0: One of those in it, you could hit a bad iron shot or a chip or whatever, and, and still get away with, let's say, a bogey or double bogey. But if you're hitting it bad off the tee, it can just, uh, just, oh yeah, just starts off not on the bad foot, doesn't it? If, especially if it goes it's, out of balance,
1: it's soul destroying. If I'm honest, yeah. a bad tee shot, yeah, you know, you, you're out of a hole before you, before you begin. especially yeah. when you're playing with good players as well, you, you're behind
0: straight away. For sure. And you mentioned then that you kind of stopped then, like you said, you were playing obviously mm. when you were younger a lot and then kind of life started, right. And then you have to get a yeah. job and all that kind of stuff. So did you completely drop off the face of it? Like, were you not played at all? Was <clears> it just barely or what, how long were you kind of out for before you then started again?
1: Well, um, I was out for quite a while, actually. I kind of stopped. I stopped for, I can't think back now how long it was, but I went, I went into the, the industry that I'm in now, which is quite golf heavy, actually. You know, you it's, it's a, I'm a salesman effectively I'm working at an account manager by title so there's a lot of golf you know we do golf days we do stuff into client on golf courses mm-hmm. but back when I first started I was more of the, in the office role so didn't get out a lot but with the job that I took up eventually we, we um they had like a corporate membership with a different golf club that I in the local area still but a little bit closer to where I worked mm-hmm. so I joined there and I played there for a, a few years and so my handicap got down to three um, and that was kind of the best I got to. And then I literally at that point dropped off, stopped playing. Um, I started playing football again, which was, uh, which was a strange one for me. I, was, I played football a lot when I was younger. Um, I just happened to pop out on a night out with a couple of guys I knew. And uh, they mentioned that they played for this Saturday league team and did I want to get involved. And I did. And at the time, you know, playing football on a Saturday afternoon and golf on a, Mm. Sunday, and trying to have a relationship was was <laughs> was a hard was a hard juggle. Like I know you had um yeah Josh on last yeah uh, last week. So I I know we, as you know we've we known Josh through Instagram.
0: Yeah, um, that boy has got serious dedication to the game. I know, right? I said I that don't too think I I, 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 don't know, I, I wouldn't say, get I mean, away I, with that. <laughs> yeah yeah it's madness isn't it I mean I think the good thing for him is that you know he talked a little bit about it in that episode about how it's kind of his getaway isn't it obviously yeah. on that episode we talked a little bit kind of about mental health and, and his uh, battles with that and for him that's kind of his his getaway and, and way to kind of get back into I don't know like a normal mindset so yeah so when, he's having a, probably... when he's having a bad
1: day or it's kind of his release to get himself yeah. back at I guess you like you know when you're playing golf your you mind drifts to the golf you focus on the golf you don't sure. if you keep your phone in your bag or whatever you can you can walk around on your own like he says uh, like you've seen from some of his videos he plays on his own quite a lot for me I yeah i i've never really enjoyed playing golf on my own i do every now oh, and then. Really? i'll do it no not, not really just because I, I like, like i'm chat with someone when i'm playing around um uh-huh. it's true yeah. i like the, the competitiveness as well if i'm playing with somebody you'll if you're two of you, you, you tend to have a game, don't you? A match play or what I found a lot over the last year, 18 months, over lockdown there's, there's four guys that I, there's four of us that play together quite a lot and we, we you know that the match that happens with Bryson and Phil and
0: yeah, yeah. all those kind of guys. We,
1: we, we've we started our own, we call it the match. We do a pair's okay. match play <laughs> and I've, I've always loved match play. I've always loved pairs competition because, um, uh-huh. you, you know, I'm a bit of a team player so I love Playing pairs competitions any short time you can. And we've kind of carried that on throughout lockdown. When it first started, we were having two groups and two groups and using mm-hmm. an app to track how we were getting on. And then when you're back to four, I just enjoy that, you know, the banter when you're playing the, Yeah. I feel it's like you play better golf as well when you've got someone when you're on your own, you're if you're playing bad, you're you down to yourself if you've got a partner or you're playing pairs or a team game. Yeah. Like I'm alive a little bit more, like I want. I want to do well for the other person as well.
0: What was it that kind of got you so into it in the first place? And like, what was the the, the standout thing or reason for for loving golf so much for you? Was it that competitive note, like competing, or what was it?
1: Yeah, I, t- I tell you, what, I've I'm always been a lover of sports. I, play, you know, I play football, I play tennis, play golf. You know, anything I've I give a have a go at sports related. Um And uh, my mate who uh, got me into it, Craig, is my best mate. Um we've always had this competitive nature against each other. When we were kids, you know, you'd want to be better at football, uh, play FIFA, something like that, you know, PlayStation yeah. games, anything like that. It's always competition. Mm-hmm. And obviously he was a bit ahead of me in the golf and he wanted to, um, you know, he, he, when you first get there, he's better than me. So I'm like, no, I don't enjoy that. <laughs> not, so, not so I, no, I, don't, you know, I want it to improve. I wanted to get better than him. And then from there on, you, you like, you, you know, as soon as you start and, you hit a decent shot, or you hole a putt, or something. When you're young when you first started, you understand you want yeah. to carry it on. I never thought mm-hmm. I would enjoy golf either when I was when I was younger. I've always watched
0: it on television. Yeah, me neither. And... Me neither. Because I, didn't think I, 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 be... I was, yeah, I mean, I was just gonna say because I was a football guy as well, and and when you were talking before about whatever smashing the clubs or you know, I was that kind of person as well. I, I picked up the golf clubs for. For you know, I don't know about five to six, seven times. I can't remember different occasions where, I'm like, right, I'm definitely going to start golf this time. I'm going to stick with it. And I'd go to the driver range and I'd just get pissed off after a couple of shots and smack it on the it floor, is, and that was it. It was it done. <laughs> so frustrating. <say> <laughs> as I got older, that... I, I just I just matured a little bit now, <laughs> and uh, and managed to yeah. managed to stick with it.
1: When you were when yeah, when you're younger, yeah, you, you, I think I'll, same thing. I lose my head a bit
0: quicker than I do now. Uh, yeah it's just, for me it was the it was the, the, the it was the football for me though because I, I, obviously I'm not old school I'm not even 30 yet but like I I watched you know like my, my dad play football and I'd seen you know a lot like I'm a United supporter so I watched a lot of United during the 90s and when it was a, a real physical game not like it is now and like I used to love all that Sunday league football all those big tackles tough tough game of football so for me I always had that kind of not anger but just that, I don't know, like really want to win. And just It is competitive, competitive yeah. Yeah, competitive edge. You just wanted to win. I wanted to be physical. Like I didn't want to hurt anybody, but I wanted to win every ball, win every tackle and win every game. And for me, there was no point in playing a game without, without winning. So when I went into golf, like, like you said, it's just, the, it's a complete opposite in golf in terms of like, you've got to keep your calm. Everything's got to be relaxed. You know, if you tighten up your hands during the golf swing, you're knackered, aren't you? So you just got to keep Everything relaxed and and it was quite a big change for me, I reckon. I think that was why. Yeah, it's is,
1: it's is. some people won't ever so my dad started to try to play golf, tried to take it up when quite le- later on when I was maybe 17, 18, uh, he tried to get involved and he hasn't got the, <laughs> he in, the temp- he hasn't got the temperament for it. Not a chance, man. No. He tried, no. he, he invested in some clubs and gave it a go, but it no, was never it was never I, when he first took it up, I, I thought to myself straight away, you've not got the You've got the temperament for this, mate. Right?
0: Yeah. Actually... It's a shame in it though, because like even me now, I'd I started, you know, let's say seriously at probably twenty-seven years old. Like I'm so annoyed that I wasn't into it, say at your age, you know, when you were playing mm. when you were younger. I'm so annoyed, not just because I could have been a lot better than I am now, or it would have been a lot easier instead of, you know, I'm putting in all the hard work now at twenty or twenty-nine I am now to try and to try and get good. Um, but just like I feel like I've missed out on Let's say ten years that I could have been playing golf. You know, enjoyed the enjoyment of it. Yeah, but to be fair, mate, you uh, twenty-seven is late. And I, I,
1: even at fourteen, when I started, I thought, oh, I felt now like I've missed out on, you know, seven years. Maybe if I started when I was six, seven, you know, what yeah. what would I be better? Would I be worse? You know, yeah, would I still be doing it? But I would rather. Who knows? Rather, yeah, at least we got to I mean, do it at some point.
0: Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Unfortunately, I'm just doing it now, which is the main thing. But no, it's a good point because I, I spoke to somebody on um, one of the other episodes about, you know, people that get into it at a young age and looking at the flip side of it, it can kind of burn you out, especially mm. if you're like a real competitive golfer. I mean you know, I, lo- I watched like the, the Netflix series that's out about the, the young kids that start at whatever four or five years short, old and, and how hard they're, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like how I watched about parents, four times. Great film. Exactly. The same man. And how their, their parents push them so hard and that, you know, they're literally in tears and crying and getting stressed out about golf at the, like, the age of five, six, seven. And it's like, yeah, that it's can't crazy. be healthy at the same time.
1: But it's the parents as well. They, they, I feel like they're more yeah. invested than the kids at times. Like, Sure. So I've got I've got a little boy um and I I'm excited for him to start playing sports but like if he wants to play golf I'll help him play golf. If he wants to play football I let him I'm not gonna force him to do what what he doesn't want to do like that now, that that did put me off that because I would have I would have lent him towards golf because I enjoy it so much and you know I'd like to play with him one day on, on a course or you know as a partner yeah. of, or against him if I am honest but <laughs> see yeah seeing those parents I'm like I, I you know she, the dads that sort are of smashing the clubs into the bag and you know yeah. crying with their kids. I'm like, well, that's not how I would want to do it. I get it. I, oh. Some of them, there's the one guy, um, he's whose daughter's the tigress, I think she calls herself, yeah, uh, Avery, yeah. Uh, she, I think she's quite still a really yeah, good she's, player she's now.
0: playing. I saw her at one of the tours actually, the one that's trying to qualify for the. LPGA. I can't remember which one it is, but she's she's playing on one of the tours to try and get onto the LPGA.
1: But he was so. I think he stopped. Yeah. I think if I remember right at the end of the film, he'd he'd said, oh, "I'm." He's done. I don't, yeah, and, and that was probably the best thing that would happen for her because he was he, he was causing more anxiety for her than, than needed to be. But then you look at some of the people, some of the the um, characters, but some people you've never really heard of before. I know one of them is on has played on the LPGA, so. You can see that they obviously had the talent when they were young, and it is it, progressing yeah. to something. And then you had like Court Allen who's you know yeah, he, he had just, the,
0: he had the resources and the background to. Well, I was going to say, like, I think pretty much every member of their family is some sort of athlete in some sort of yeah. sport. It's amazing, and
1: you know, yeah, he had, he had a personal trainer and all that at like yeah, yeah, four, five, six, something like
0: like, if
1: you wanted to become an uh, an athlete, that's your dream, isn't it? At that well, you yeah. someone that goes right, come on up you get rather than the kids of today that want to just
0: play playstation well they probably, probably missed out on the whole childhood though maybe yeah yeah that, that's, that's the thing you're just trying to get that balance isn't it for sure man and so you mentioned that you were playing in some tournaments as well then when you were a little bit younger you still yeah. like competing now you try to enter tournaments you just play for fun at the moment like what you do at the moment
1: yeah so i so my plan was like, like I rejoined milbrook properly again last year and my plan was to do my handicap last year and then start competing again. Um and obviously with with lockdown and and having having a young child at the time, I um I just didn't I didn't have the time and I, I just thought every every time that I think, right, well, I'm gonna put my card in, I'm gonna really focus on it today. You know, you get four of you together and you, you play like those matches, and I'm more interested in winning winning the pairs match, I forget about my score. I don't focus on my game. I'm trying to win a match. So I didn't really yeah. dedicate to my game, if you will. I just dedicated it to, to fun. But this shows I was like, I'm doing it. I, I'm going to get my handicap. Um, yeah. I d- if I'm honest, my handicap is 1.1. 1. 1, and I think that's not a true reflection of my golf, if I'm honest. Okay. And that's the new handicap system with that. Because Josh, um, J-Mac Golf, um, is off 1.4. I believe so, I, yeah. Yeah, and I look at him playing and I look at his videos and his scores and he is better than me. He's better than right. my golf at the moment. So my handicap scores were, I put in a three over, an eight over, an eight over. So I would have expected maybe a, a five or a six, something like that. Mm. And yeah, I've got
0: 1.1. That's all on the same course, those scores? Yeah, all, yeah.
1: all, all at Millbrook. Um, so yeah, all, all same sort, sort of conditions within three weeks, I think they were. Is, but, it,
0: it, um, is it a tough course, that one?
1: Yeah, it, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyone that plays it in, in so I live in Bedfordshire, so that, um, when we ever played competitions against other clubs, we always used to people used to say, Oh, you know, Millbrook's probably if you're a eight at Millbrook, you're a six here or a five sure. here mm-hmm. because it's long, <clears throat> it's it's a, it's a it's fairly open in places, but it, it there is if you if in some holes, if you get it wrong, you're you're really in trouble. Bit of water here and there, but you know, it starts. Par five, par five, and quite a long, difficult par four. Um, right. And I think for the ladies, it's par five, par five, par five
0: start. Wow. So it's,
1: it's a brutal start.
0: Well, I mean, it could, could go either way, right? Could, yeah. You could get, get yourself a birdie or two, and all of a sudden you, you've got your confidence up. Confidence <laughs> up.
1: Oh, yeah, I've been, I've been two f- under through three playing that loop. I've been seven over playing that loop. Yeah.
0: You know, it's the beauty of it.
1: When the wind picks up uh, well, yeah when the wind and the rain picks up and it if you're playing the second hole especially is five sixty I think it is 570, so five seventy wow, okay. five five fifty five sixty off the whites and not, most of the time it's into wind as well um and if it's really windy you're it's a long it's a long old slog yeah so if you don't hit it far um you know you you're probably looking at drive a fairway wood and possibly another sure.
0: Just to get to the green. Wow! So, what, what's you your get sort? Of many so, what's your sort of plan then? You said obviously you're going to try and you know get your handicap and, and get back to this this club. Then, like, you think you'll start to enter other tournaments in the future? Or
1: yeah, but yeah, that, what so the plan. Yeah, so the sort of plan is well, the plan for the for the current time is I've got another child due in next week. Right, week after next. Cheers, So that'll be the focus. Obviously, yep. for now, um, I'll nip out to the range and you know, as and when I when I can. But my focus is to, as my bio says, on my thing. It was my main focus was to get to single figures again. My mm-hmm. now focus is to stay at single figures for or maintain a good good handicap. Sure. But I want I want to compete at Millbrook in club competitions, things like that. I want to get back into the scratch team there. Um, I want to play for the club. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get involved in open competitions. So get around, I get about like I did when I was younger, um, sort of pairs, pairs competitions. have got a couple of guys that, you know, want to, want to go out and play in open competitions out and about. I just want to get back to, to competing, playing golf. And hopefully I'd love to start winning a few things again. I won a few things when I was at Millbrook when I was younger. Um, when you go in there and you've got the boards up above the bar and you see your name, you see your name up there. It's nice. Yeah. So it's a nice thing. I've always, I, I, I feel proud about it if I'm honest. So one yeah, day you I'll should, take, my, yeah. take, take my boy in there, be like, yeah, look, Daddy's up
0: there. Yeah, it'd be nice. Go in for a pint and, and see yourself up there.
1: Yeah, so look, look there's Daddy's name. Yeah.
0: That's the yeah. thing. I've
1: got I've got three well, three majors there, they're called up there, but two of them pairs and one one's a, a singles one. So as you can see,
0: I prefer a like I said, I prefer a team game. Well, I mean it's good though that you've won singles and, and teams. Best of yep. best of both. Good for yep, you, man. Absolutely. So, what led you to create the the Instagram stuff? Then I mentioned before you can you can uh, find you on Garner underscore golf. So, what made you start that page and, and start publishing your stuff on there?
1: Well, with lockdown and everything, I've I've been furloughed, sort of full time and part time throughout. Uh, I'm I'm still part time furloughed at the moment, so a bit of reduced hour work. Um, found myself, you know, lost for uh, at times for for things to do. Um, obviously, golf was when it was shut down was is painful, you can putt in your house and ship and, and mm. things like that but you know, it's only so far you can get without wanting to smash a ball Sure, into, it's, you're limited with your garden of how far <laughs> you can smash a golf ball uh, and i enjoyed um watching golf content i've always enjoyed watching youtube content um some of the guys I like like txg the toy experience golf guys um you know some of the american guys the good good golf Obviously, Peter Finch, uh, Rick Shields, all those sort of guys. It's good yeah. content. I, I enjoy, you know, Reed. what's in the bag stuff, and people get fit for clubs. I'm just a bit of a golf geek, if I'm honest. I thought, well, why I've I posted some odd stuff of my swing or golf on my normal Instagram. i was thinking, do do the people that I follow or follow me really care? If you're not into golf, mm. you see a golfing on on someone's Instagram, you're you're gonna you're not gonna look at it. Sure, I thought. If, I, if I'm going to, you know, commit to you know, having a good handicap again if I want to and, you know, try, trying to get somewhere with it, have a, have a golf, I do my own content, see, see how I get on. And, and one of my mates said, you know, it will give you accountability for your own golf. I was like, yeah, it's a really good point because yeah. you know, once you get to somewhere, you want to be posting on the page, you want to be doing stuff. You're conscious that you haven't posted anything and people are going to be losing interest. And also I thought, you know, there must be some some other people out there that enjoy the golf, want to talk about it a bit more or are interested in what maybe not interested in what I've got to say or what I think, but you know, you can connect with good people. And within a couple of weeks really, like having conversations with with people on there about all sorts of stuff. Like yeah. the guys here, the Swing King apparel guys, they were probably one of the one of the early people that I followed just, you know. I'm all for the smaller brands or new brands that have come out that want to do something in golf. You know, like you say, you've got, you've got brands that are established in the game. Your mm-hmm. your Nike, your your Pings, you, like you with Galvin Green. This is a brilliant brands. Mm-hmm. They've dominated the market. And then you've got smaller guys that are still doing great things, local people that you, you're interested to hear their stories or help out. And then, you know the guys that shrinking, um I, I bought i said to him just a little message and you know, i love some of the stuff um i bought a, a jump from them they sent me a couple of bits and i love it. I, think it I think it's brilliant stuff and why would you not want to help grow those brands you know yeah. I, I still love you know footjoy golf shoes or, or g4 golf shoes or, or all that stuff i'm happy to wear that and talk about that but if you can help a promote a smaller brand or, or someone and, you know, I got they give you the free personalizations with the Ghana Golf. Now I love, I love so all that sort. I love all that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, all, all personalized stuff. You know, you got um, one of the other guys, Aloha Golf, who um, do head covers. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, so you have
0: got, got your little logo on there, right? Yeah, oh,
1: yeah. That's uh, that, so that was Yeah, that was, um, that, yeah, that was uh, Oh, when was that? Was years ago? That was Glam Golf, and they, they've, they've okay. blown up. Actually, they they've done really well. They they provide stuff to, to Rick Shields from and a couple of European tour okay. guys. But that was just an idea that came from, from from my work. I wouldn't really say it was my logo. It's 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 Incredible from The Incredibles. Well,
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> someone I, yeah. Someone I used to work like. With... It's the one that
1: you've got on your Instagram. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Because like I didn't yours. have a logo. I just I was like, what can I use? I just <laughs> want to put a picture of me. I thought oh, that might draw a bit of attention to someone if they're looking. Yeah. Um, yeah. Someone I used to work with used to call me Incredible. He said I look like Incredible. There you so, go. Well, that would be a laugh to put that on a golf club. I wonder what that looked like and cost and. I've had it for, I've had it for years. It, it drums up some interesting conversation. Yeah, yeah like, like those guys, like, lower like golf. just a, it's a small, small, uh, like, head cover company. Made some cool prints. Yeah. um, On Etsy, of all places, you know, selling. I didn't know you could even get golf stuff on Etsy. So, you know, like, I'm happy to help them guys out. Pop, pop, pop a purchase, pop a couple of posts, you know. It's yeah. good stuff. Like, I'm, I, I'm I agree. That sort of thing.
0: Me and Josh were talking about that as well, and it's not just with the brands. I mean, um you know we were just talking about in general with people in the golf industry it's um it's been really kind of eye-opening and nice like ever since i started to get involved with my page obviously i've met yourself i met josh and yeah talking to people really quickly and you know like uh, players caddies coaches whatever brands um so yeah it's been it's been nice people just want to talk about golf people just want to you know help you out as well um when I first started, you know, I've, I've said on, on here a couple of times, I, I obviously wanted to talk to interesting people like yourself and, and like Josh. And I was thinking, well, you know, maybe most people are going to say no because it's a brand new channel. It's not doing anything yet. Um, yeah. But pretty much everybody I've, I've reached out to has, has said, yeah, sure, jump on and do, a, do an episode and we'll chat some golf. It's been class. And, and yeah, the stuff with, you know, Gavin Green, I, I felt the same way as, as what kind of you mentioned there. I mean, they're not maybe the biggest brands of like Adidas or Nike, but they're not the only ones that are producing good stuff, you know? No, um, absolutely. I, I've, I've already been aware of Garvin Green just because my my teacher, my golf teacher, um, does a little bit of, of work for them, or with them as well. Um, he's an oh, yeah, I've th- known about so, him. Yeah,
1: I said to you, I, te- I messaged you as soon as you I saw it come up on your thing. I was like, that's, that's such a good, it's a great sponsor for the channel. Anything, anything like that that you can get involved with and help them sort of raise awareness or, or talk to them about is... It's great. Sure. And like you like say, look, like with you, look, we've, we've messaged quite a lot about the, the channel, the page, and sort of where the where the, the game's going and what, what we're doing, talking about tournaments and stuff. Josh, um, J-Mac, he's – I talk to him low. Honestly, it, it's almost daily we're chatting about golf and clubs and things. We've got quite similar bag setups. Mm-hmm. talking about wedges last night, about, you know, I've got a certain set that he's now testing um, – talking about opinions and things like he uh, don't know if you saw my story come on, you can say something
0: no i was just saying it's just about yeah. like learning from each other as well isn't it you yeah know, yeah I, i'm i'm not a great golfer still because i'm still whatever a year and a half into it and speaking to people like yourself and josh you know i can learn from other people i think that's been really cool as well yeah, and uh,
1: i don't know if you saw my post or post or story yesterday the day before uh, josh hooked me up with a, a rangefinder yeah yeah like that is I, i've never met the guy like we've just yeah. spoken on instagram long he, he said me up with that and it's, it's a really good product um i've always considered having one but i've got a watch and it was the is it better is it not mm-hmm. yeah, so I'll yeah. try it try it try this and I, I've, I've given it one i gave not had a go of it this week and i love it i think it's brilliant yeah but to, 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 to do that for someone you've never met and you just you know chatted to on, on instagram nice, it? Yeah. yeah you wouldn't i don't think you'd get that would you get that if you had if you're chatting few like maybe
0: yeah I think he's just a nice guy you don't get yeah yeah I mean I, I did an interview with um, a, a woman called Jasmine yesterday who's into she's she's Jasmine Crossfield she's a um, I think it's golf underscore fitness underscore girl or something on Instagram and um, she's like really into obviously a fitness side but also hooked on the goal and she was um she was quite a a competitor in I think it was they call it the show the show horses I think it is like the horse jumping in like and she said like you know those kind of industries or whether it's fashion or whatever they can be really really competitive and people you know won't necessarily be so open to helping you whereas with golf like I said it doesn't matter you know I've, I've been reaching out to bogey boys podcast I don't know if you've ever heard of those but just chatted with them and we've said like, you know, yeah, we'll do a podcast on yours or, or come on and, and do one on mine. And, and, you know, even though we're technically competing against each other in terms of doing a podcast on YouTube and, and on Spotify and that they've, they've been more than happy just to reach out and, and do some sort of collab. So, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's pretty interesting. It's something I've not seen before that seems to just be this really nice connection in the golf industry. It's nice, man. It's more, it's more that, you know, like
1: you say, you are effectively competing against each other, but the benefit is that, you know you're reaching out to maybe a different audience that they've got that they might not know about you and, and vice versa it's more people it, it, if it benefits your channel if it benefits their channel you know why would you not I, but then yeah. i just think the golf industry the world is different it's people are happy to chat about golf because it's, it's a passion of everyone's sure and but like you say you've we only said a minute ago about helping people out a chat pipe, i posted something that I can't remember. Was a, a, I was about a, a quarter zip I was wearing for, from Swing King guys. And just, I wanted to wear it and I wore it to Ikea. <laughs> I posted about like that because it was, it was a bit, it was a bit rainy, a bit horrible. I thought that'll keep me warm. And um, CJ Golf is he, this Chris James, just like itself, very new to the game. Um, and he just messaged me saying, Oh, it's a, um, that's a nice jumper. Where'd you get it from? Sort of said about it. And we've chatted a couple of times since then uh, we were chatting a, during the US Open, cheering on John Rahm. And uh, he puts every now and again like a question up on his story, and I'll, I'll, I'll answer it. Like, it was about one was about a golf bag, what to go for. And then one was a swing tip for like longer irons. Okay. Now, I, I'm a bit dubious about these sort of things because, all right, my handicap might suggest that I play 1.1, but my golf swing. And my golf game is very personable to me. It might not help anybody else, but Mm -hmm. I just said to him, "Try this. This is something I I did back in the day when I was first starting to try and." I think he was looking for just a bit more consistency with him, and um, he said, "I'll go and try it tomorrow." And he broke hundred for the first time.
0: Wow! So I'm not.
1: Yeah, but all right, that's not me. I'm not. You know, I'm not a golf teacher or of any kind. I would never say I was, but you know, to see that and think. You've you've potentially he did say like yeah we tried to try it, with it he said I was hitting my irons better my longer irons really well like much better than before that's a nice thing and, and when you're first starting the game you want to hit these these milestones if you will and sure that was a nice thing and like I think in, in other industries would you get that help or would would people be willing to mm, offer you tips and advice like like say in the, in the in the horse world is it as is it self my sister used to be quite um. Quite competitive in the in the horse show jumping and all that. Okay, cool. World. So I mean, I've, I've I've been involved, been involved in, it. I've been, I've seen it. Um, but I've not seen that the side that you mentioned there, but it's like most sports, isn't it? Let's be honest, everyone's competitive to a point. But golf's just—you uh, appreciate good golf. Well, I played I played in the week with um with uh, my mate well, another friend of mine who's who's a pro at Woburn, and um, we played with a young lad called Jensen Hull. And he's won that okay. in the Jamaica tour recently. And he's got to be one of the best golfers I've ever played with. Really? Just, Bob. yeah. Now, myself and Harry, who we played with, he's a professional. We were like, we weren't playing well, really, between us. And I was like, this is so enjoyable just to be part of, because I think he was two over through the first two, and he finished one under, under gross. Um, And we were playing the Duchess, which is, I think it slopes at like 139, so it's... Right. It's hard, yeah. But to see someone like that, the just plod round the golf course with it felt like it was with ease. Or I think it made I started terribly, but then I played the back line really well. I think it was like I really wanted to keep up and compete and play well against him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you can just see the cons- the consistency, isn't it? With with people like that, you can see the the gap between good quality and unreal yeah. in golf. <laughs> yeah. I there, you know. there, there is a level of that yeah, golfer. And, you know, I think he turned pro like two weeks ago. Oh, wow. Okay. So I'm like, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm interested to see what, sort of what, where, where it takes him. Because uh, I know Josh was saying he wants to come over and play like the Jamaica Tour and one of the guys that plays at Millbrook that we've known for a long time uh, plays on the Jamaica, and, and he's qualifying for the Euro Pro. So, there is some really good golf around. Yeah. yeah that's, that, was, that made me think, well, yeah, I'm not that good. Yeah, you got, you got time, yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. a little bit more, but... Well, no, no, I, I'm, I'm 31, and I think he was 20, <laughs> 21, so... Yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> behind.
0: Where, where do you think your game's at at the moment, then? Like I saw, I've seen some of your, your content, obviously, on your Instagram page, and it seems like you've got... You have, like, really high hands on your swing, yeah. whereby... They then go really kind of close to the back of your head. You're really kind of round here when you finish your swing, aren't you?
1: John Daly-esque. John Daly-esque. It, John gets Daly-esque. At, it gets at the top of the swing. Yeah, I've always, um, I've always swung it long and hard. I, you know, yeah. I've tried for a long time to... I remember when I was younger, I, I thought, I'm, I'm hitting it too hard. I'm going to try and shorten my swing. And listen. Mm-hmm. I, I, I lost control. And my old boss said to me, why, why have you stopped smacking it so hard? I'm just trying to, you know, get better. It's like you're better when you are aggressive and you're hitting like, it. It's uh, your swing. Yeah, it's your swing. You're you've played it for a long time. You can't change that. And I think that's why I did I, I st- never really had lessons because I, I grip it really strong. And it's it's not a it's not a conventional grip. Um mm-hmm. it's not a conventional swing. I, I'm not a conventional golfer, and I've always I guess I've been scared to have lessons and have sense that they'd go in there and change, like change everything. it. Yeah. yeah and I'll be like, I'd lose, I'd be like, everything. I've lost things. But as soon as I went in there, uh, my first lesson with um Elle from Raven recently just said, like, you know, are you gonna change everything? He's like, no. I said, no, you you, you can play golf, it's quite quite clear you can you can hit a golf ball, I'm just gonna mm-hmm. make a few tweaks here and there. So I obviously I used to aim really far left, but I thought I was aiming dead straight. And it's mm. not until someone shows you that on a screen or on a camera, and you go, "Whoa, wow, that's terrible," yeah. And then I'll, I'm obviously overcompensating. I'm compensating for that in my swing, knowing that I'm there, but I don't know if you know what I mean. It's hard to explain, but no, I know what you mean. Yeah, but that so that that progression and that change as me think, Well, why haven't I done this earlier? Again, stupid. Like like you say, you've I've missed out potentially on better years of golf for not trying mm. to improve. But yeah, my my games kind of... Well, obviously with the handicap, that's maybe me feel well, right. I better start really investing in it. I played a couple of times this week um, and at times I've hit shots. So I'm like, yeah, there you go. There's there's the there's the decent goal. For. That's the old one. <laughs> and then I've hit shots. I've gone, who the hell's that? That's shocking. <laughs> but I've, I think just consistency. I need to practice uh-huh. more. I need to play more um, when I get the time. And a couple of lessons, I just feel... Like with everything with golf, you've just got to be consistent. Yeah,
0: practice. But it's interesting what you said there about the, um, about hitting it hard. I was watching an interview, actually, just yesterday, of uh, Charlie Hull, um, who's, who's obviously a brilliant uh, female golfer that's had a lot of success already from England. And yep. she was talking about how when she was starting to play in like the right at the start of her, her junior career, she was playing with guys all the time because there wasn't many ladies around. And she basically just learned to hit the ball as hard as she could because she was playing against guys all the time. And at the time, her coaches recommended that that is the best way to go about it because you can just hit it as hard as you can. And then what you can start to do from there, if you're not getting a lot of, you know, maybe accuracy or consistency from the shot, you could always just kind of tone it down to the the level where you, you need it to be, whereby you're hitting it hard and you're still getting the accuracy. Whereas if you start off kind of like, Barely hitting it or you hit it too hard, it's then, and you get into that rhythm, it's very then hard to, you know, hard to go the kind of opposite way with it, whereby you've then got to try and increase your speed and increase the power and start to try and hit it really hard in order to get distance, because then you're just going to lose all the kind of accuracy. So they do actually say that it is, I mean, a lot of them do say that it's better to start by just hitting as hard as you can and then try to dial it down rather than being really cautious and hitting it. yeah, because you might get a good swing in players and you're not getting the distance, but then as soon as you try and speed it up and hitting it too hard, you're going to lose everything you've been doing and lose accuracy sure. and all the rest of it. So, yeah, it's a good point that you make there and, and it's good that just, you stuck with that.
1: I always just, uh, I think I was in the mindset that, like most people would be, if you hit it harder, Back it's going to go further. But obviously that comes at a cost if you hit it bad. But yeah, um, Charlie Hall followed her for, for a number of years. Um, she's a quality, quality golfer. Um, quality golfer. It hits like I say, it still hits it hard now. I saw a video yeah. of her yesterday. Funny enough, I think she was at she's um is she playing the LPGA this week or or. The uh, I, don't playing, yeah, she, I don't know. if She's playing. Yeah, I don't know if she's played
0: this weekend. I've not checked, but I'm sure she, was she on a, is.
1: She was yeah. on a pro am yesterday. I saw her, I know, there was a. and they Video right. of her knocking one down the, just the first hole. Absolutely, just going after it first hole. Yeah. You think you know people do it. You, you look at some of the women that absolutely nuke golf ball. The yeah. numbers are amazing. And yeah. That's, that's quality.
0: Yeah, I, I agree, man. It's good. And it's, it's funny because my, uh, my girlfriend just started playing now. And like, I always find that at least, it depends what level, right? But normally the women are more kind of flexible. Like, she's just super flexible naturally. And I'm just kind of ordered, stiff, and playing so much football in my life. And the shots that she's able to hit and the swing she's able to do as a beginner golfer, like, she makes me so jealous, like the movement she's got in the swing and stuff like that. Whereas I'm like, I have to do yoga every day just to be able to play uh, some decent golf. <laughs> yeah, I've, got,
1: I've always had a bit of dodgy back. Um, so I can, I can turn up some mornings and I'm like, <laughs> I, I'll take one practice swing on the range. I'm like, this is going to be hard work for the first. Yeah. Until my back pops itself back where it's supposed to be, the first five holes are going to be stiff and horrible. Yeah, yeah, well, we um, one of my friends is um, his wife's uh, then was the lady captain at our place, and it's a hey, fantastic like lady section we had at, at Millbrook. And when I play with her, one thing I noticed her putting's ridiculous. Like they, I think they've got such a, a gentle touch. Sure. It's, it's, I said to her all the time. I'd said I'd give, I'd give my right arm to putt like you did the, 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 the smooth <laughs> stroke. Yeah. All like, right. It's true. It true. fantastic. Yeah, it's fantastic. But. I'd say it's, it's, there's a lot of trying to get more women into golf and, and girls at a younger age. And I think w- what I noticed at our place more than most was we had, when we were younger, there was a it was a women's section, but it's never been massive, like 20, I think. I don't know how many women members there are at, at Millbrook, but it's never been huge. It's, it's never been too many of junior girls as well. So I think... I've seen a lot of that at the moment about trying to get more junior girls into golf because they play at such a high level and, and they mm. compete at such a high level. Like like um, I can't remember who you were talking to one of your podcasts recently that um the the mixed
0: male and female competition. Uh, yeah, uh, Fernanda Lira. Yeah, the Mexican. Yeah. She's a Mexican professional. Haha. Uh-huh. Yeah, they've you know
1: they've they've competed against the European Tour guys, and you know she's come. I think she came third yeah. out, outright. I can't remember uh-huh. now. I think I think it was. I don't. I think it was Amy Bolden. I think who who, who came third. But <clears throat> why why can't you know why can't we get more junior girls in there? if They can be on on Sky Sports competing against you know you know Henrik Sensen, he's a yeah. European Tour legend. Annika Sorensen. You know you've got women out there that are at that level. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic, and it she be more. But if yeah, so your girlfriend's getting into it, that's great. My my wife wouldn't, she wouldn't no get chance. Into it, no, no. <laughs> why not? I just don't think she's sport oriented. She likes <laughs> sport at all, if I'm honest.
0: Well, that's sure. me going to play
1: sports, so I'm out of the house, but I, she likes, <laughs> yeah. I don't think she'd sit and watch like the Masters with me, or no, she or, would watch or, four,
0: four days straight of golf.
1: No, I mean, I sat up the other night watching the US Open downstairs on yeah, my own. Me too. And I yeah. sit up and watch the Masters every year and one know yeah. Text Texting the mates that watch it, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I can't, I can't get enough of it, me. I mean, I, I was living in Mexico until about two months ago, well, probably about a month ago now when I got back to the UK. So there it was perfect because I was watching everything and it was finishing at like kind of 5, 6 p.m. in the afternoon. But then now as you mentioned, yeah. I was the same. I stayed up to watch the US Open. I mean, not just because I had a better Louis o- who stays in to win, but just because it was so gripping and yeah, it oh, was brilliant. I was up to like well, I was watching I, that for a 2 a.m. wasn't it? I think in the I end was, it finished it was just within the, la- the, I mean, the last few weeks as well. Like we've had two playoff wins. Yeah, no, the, the Eight whole playoff. Eight hole and last the last tournament, I think, was, was five in the end. So yeah, it's been, mm. been some good golf recently. Looking forward to Looking forward to the Ryder Cup this uh, this September too. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of my favourites, absolutely. Yeah. Do, do, yeah. do you go? Do you go to try and go to many of the tournaments? I, I know you mentioned you you went when you won those tickets a while ago. Do you try and yeah. go and see any? No, do
1: you know what? Well, I haven't. Uh, I just haven't. No, but we've um. There's a I think there's a European Tour event in August at the London Club in Kent, which yeah isn't a million miles away from from me and there's a couple of guys that have said about trying to get tickets to go and, and watch that I was I
0: lo- I was, I was looking at some for that I couldn't find any
1: no oh really there you go. That, that might answer yeah me. but you know I've, I've always wanted to to watch the Ryder Cup uh, I know a friend that went to the one in Paris a couple of years ago I think he went to the practice day and to, to get tickets to day one but he was like it was amazing like it's it's like nothing you've ever seen like the, you, man. the way the crowd gets up you know don't get out of golf do you people cheering normally. and you know like people like back in the day ricky fowler or people cheering actually getting them to cheer through your swing mm-hmm. like that's that's just, it just yeah it takes I, the golf to somewhere different
0: i spoke about this a couple of times in different episodes i mean we do you do get it don't you on the pga obviously if you look at when phil just won well not just one but a couple of months ago now against brooke and you had that whole crowd following him again kind of like the the Tiger moment and and whatever. Yeah. So we get, you get all that and the cheering, but yeah, I agree like radical is just a different level. Um, People singing like the players' names and all that kind of stuff, but just a whole different level. And and you get a lot of rivalries there as well, like the McElroy, Patrick Reed one that happened a while ago. So yeah, it's pretty good, man. Looking forward to it. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah.
1: Things like that make you make the day more enjoyable though. Like I, yeah. I think as, as a, as a spectator, you like that little bit of, well, you don't, you, all right, they're all mates. Well, they are they they enjoy company on and off the golf course, sure. But don't forget, at that time, you represent Europe, one represents USA. That Rory hush in the crowd, yeah. And then Reed hold <laughs> that, that iconic, oh, it was a par three, wasn't it? When I think so, I yeah. hold a monster part, and then Reed hold the same one. And yeah, you, know, you, you can't do anything but clap that. But, but you remember McIlroy shushing the crowd was that's like an iconic moment you'll remember from the Rudder Cup. I remember Josh saying yeah. that. He feels that McElroy was Americanized, um, mm. but that sort of thing makes you think. Well, yeah, still yeah. remembers sort of where he comes from and back in was it Medina, the Medina comeback, obviously Miracle Medina when you know, Justin Rolls hold, hold that putt across the ring on yeah. the sixteenth and you got Phil Mickelson clapping him off the green because you yeah. know you I know how big stuff. you know how big of a moment that is in mm-hmm. in the match. That will change the whole time. The, the, the crowd gets behind you. Just the Royal Cup for me is just—it's my, it's my favorite golf. That and the Masters. Yeah, just. Yeah, I agree. All day, every days, every yeah. every shot, I'm sat. I'll, I'll watch it
0: all. Glued to the TV. Yeah. Listen, before before we end this, I just want, sorry I wanted to go back to your okay. Instagram page because we yeah. we touched on it a little bit and then we kind of got off topic. But what what's kind of your plans with the page then in terms of future content? Is there anything that you that you want to do in the future with the with the page, what can we expect to see from it? Yeah, well, funny
1: enough, of just just to my wife about that. She said, you know, you you want to be posting a bit more, which is is great. But you've got to, you want to have content that people are interested in, but obviously, I want it. I want to do it so that people, you know, can see what I'm doing. But I was collabing with people as well. Like, obviously, this is this is so cool doing a podcast. Like, yeah, this man. is not something I would have ever thought about doing. I don't know, I just never something that it would have crossed my mind as soon as you said that I was like yeah that'd be so cool um obviously Josh yourself have talked about playing golf other people have said about you know if you're ever down we'll have a game yeah but yeah that those sort of things are good and you've got you want to do them as well you don't want just them to be words so like collabing with people but you know meeting other people just just getting some some interesting stuff on the page um but yeah like I say meeting other people brands as well like I like engaging with with companies, you know. As there's, there's there's a couple that do some stuff like I don't know if you saw the other day the the golf bag embroidery. Yeah, thing. yeah. Uh-huh. So obviously I, I I can't remember who was this, there's a follower of mine who put something up. Shall I get my name put on my bag or will I get the piss taken out for me? And <laughs> I said no. I've said no, but then I then I come across one. And I was like, shall I get my golf Instagram put on it? Like, you know i'm not gonna get my name i'm not i was yeah. think your names when you name on it something you're a professional i'm not i'm not totally, yeah. i thought it'd be, a, it'd be a bit of bit of fun bit of uh bit of something for the for the page should i do it just you know it's only a pan on a golf bag and i was like something like everyone said yes i think it was like 30 odd votes or yeah i've sent it i've sent it off this afternoon just, if that's being done but that, that like, came from just coming across that page and thinking you know, I didn't know how easy that was I didn't even know you could ta- take my panel off your stand bag, that was impossible mm-hmm. so that's gone this afternoon, just things like that they're, you know, you're you meeting companies or, or brands that give a, that care about golf and potentially what you can do and you know, I think like you said as well, when you're talking to the, the, the other podcast guys, the Bogey Boys they're they've got a good following, it's interesting people, I've mm-hmm. spoke to Couple of times, just popped messages to to, to um, guys that have got really good followings, like Golf Nation, like Ian Fraser who does the TXG stuff.
0: I've, I've, got a, I've got, I've got, I've got an episode sorted with him.
1: What with Ian Fraser? Yeah, I think that he's guys uh, yeah. he's, the, he's like, great, man. What he, looks he doesn't so know about golf, what he don't know about golfing, ain't worth knowing. Yeah, he, he I just think him and Matt Bloy, the guys that do that, they it's interesting content. I just think they deliver it in such a good way that it, it, it's interesting and I, I popped in a message ages ago about something I can't remember what it was I think it was about a pair of golf shoes if I'm honest and like he, he replied to me I'm thinking you know you're your bloke who's clearly busy got a really good following you've yeah um, you, you're approachable enough that you take the time to respond and not like, I like I like that and I think it was when I started my page as well I popped it to other content creators that have had success in the past that have got big followings like like lucky like and like, like golf nation like peter Finch, those sort of people just to see if anyone would respond and if they had any you know tidbits or a bit of help and Mm. about three or four responses from guys and you should it's like i say it's with this with the golf community people are willing to talk and i'm happy to see where it goes i've I've never started it to want to be you know never want to have a hundred thousand followers if 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 it gets there amazing but i just did it for a bit of fun and just, yeah, told myself accountable, and I'm really enjoying it.
0: I think that's the main thing, mate. I mean, again, me and Josh talked about this a lot, and at the end of the day, if you're doing content and you're enjoying it, what you're doing, then... Pete, you know, he was man. talking People about like... trolls, wasn't he?
1: I've never, well, yeah. I, haven't been, I haven't been trolled yet. Um, <laughs> or you say, yet? Yeah, you know, it can never happen. But, you know, if, if someone's trolling him about how much he practices or what times he practices
0: so feel, feels sorry, feel sorry for those
1: people. Yeah, I think if, I, w- I would say to Josh, I, I did text him when I watched the episode and I said, like, you're a bit of a hero for, for um, taking the like, stand. But talking about mental health and his battle and struggle is is hard. And that's half the battle is actually talking about it. For sure. But, yeah. you know, if, if someone's got the time to, to troll you about how much you're practicing golf, then <laughs> I feel sorry for that. It's but sad, isn't he's it? He's clearly really? doing something right. Yeah. He's actually getting attention for someone if you, you must be doing something right to get the negative attention in my
0: eyes. I agree. I agree, man. Well, listen, it's uh, it's been class talking to you, mate. Great to you meet too, you. Man. And um, I said we'd go for a round of golf, but I'm only going to play if you play an eight over. If you play one point one, I'm not playing with. I'm not playing no, with fun, you. That's fine.
1: If you want <laughs> to, if you if you want to give me eight shots around, I'll, I'll come and play anywhere.
0: But no, yeah, I'll,
1: <laughs> we'll we'll get a game. Look, sure, you're, you're up north, but and I'm I'm down south. I'll, I'll travel to, to play a game. I've been good to get some content. I know. We've spoken potentially about doing another chat with you and Josh at some point in the future. Definitely. Where, where things go. Be, everything would be great.
0: Yeah, we'll have to catch you around soon, mate. And uh, yeah, like yeah. I said, appreciate appreciate you. Appreciate your time coming on and, and thank you. Thanks for having me, mate. All right. Thanks, everybody. Cheers, mate.